Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O TFA fam, it is week 17. It is championship week. So congratulations for watching. Yeah. You made the fantasy championship. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get right into stuff that you want to hear about anyways. And that is the week 17 rankings that we have for the wide receivers. Let's start off with the wide receiver ones. And that is CeeDee Lamb, AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, Chris Olave, Amon Ross St. Brown, Puka Nakua, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Michael Pittman, and Rishi Rice wrapping out the top 12. Cody. Hit us with the wide receiver ones. Yeah, so obviously any of these guys in this wide receiver one range, if you have them, you're plugging them in. I think there's a lot of wide receivers to be excited about this week. But I just want to first touch on A.J. Brown. I think it's a nice bounce-back spot for him. He wasn't awful last week in terms of the box score, but still finishes a wide receiver three on the week. The Eagles have the third highest implied team total at 29.25. So while there is potential here for this game to get out of hand quickly, maybe A.J. Brown isn't part of that. And, you know, the Eagles then controlled on the ground. I do like A.J. Brown to have his first wide receiver one finish since week nine. Chris Olave had his first double-digit target game since week seven this past week. Now gets a matchup against the Bucks defense that is allowing the fourth most half PPR points per game to wideouts. They've allowed at least one receiver to go for 90-plus yards in 11 of 15 games this season. And as a team, they're tied for the seventh-lowest pressure rate, which should obviously help Carr out in this one. After an absolute stinker against the Ravens on Monday night, the 49ers are in the bounce-back spot of all bounce-back spots, going up against a commander secondary that's just been absolutely shredded all year, giving up the second most half PPR points per game at the position. So you're going right back to Debo and Ayuk with confidence. Not a great matchup for the Sun God this week, but the Cowboys have given up some decent games this year. They allowed Marquise Brown and Rondell Moore to go for more than 14 half PPR points at the beginning of the year. Keenan Allen went for 85 and one. Adam Thielen went for eight for 74. DK Metcalf obviously lit them up. Uh, you know, although Tyreek didn't find the end zone, he was banged up and still went for almost 100 yards. So I'm not super worried about Amon right here, although he's a little bit lower than normal. He's still a wide receiver one for Week 17. One thing you should know, too, about that uh, about the Cowboys is also Stephon Gilmore got knocked out of the last game, and uh, he's 50-50 right now if he's going to be able to play. So that, that, Cowboys, uh, that Cowboys secondary is really banged up right now. So that definitely should be something that uh, we, we monitor this week. Also, Michael Pittman is going to be another player we're going to have to monitor this week if he's able to return from uh, yeah. a concussion uh, situation he has going on. Uh, he cleared last week, and then he got put back in protocol. So we'll have to see if he's able to clear if he is. You know, he is, he is in a pretty good spot here against the Raiders. But I did want to mention that. Uh, let's go ahead and move over to the wide receiver twos, and that is Nico Collins, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Devonta Smith, DJ Moore, Devontae Adams, Zay Flowers, Amari Cooper, Cortland Sutton, who has to clear concussion protocol, T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, and then Jaden Reed, who's also something that we're going to have to monitor this week with the toe injury that he suffered and caused him to miss last week. So, Cody, wide receiver twos. 
So assuming that C.J. Stroud makes his way back from the concussion protocol this week, Nico Collins is going to be in a really nice spot here going up against the Titans who have allowed the fifth most half PPR points per game. We didn't see Nico in this matchup just two weeks ago, but we did see Noah Brown go for eight for 82 and one with Case Keenum under center. So I love Collins to produce high-end wide receiver two, back-end wide receiver one numbers this week. Zay Flowers had himself a really nice night on Monday night going nine for 72 and one. On 13 targets, that gave him a 37% target share. I think we see him featured once again going up against Miami, whose strength is obviously on the outside. Now, although Flowers has lined up in the slot for less than 40% of their total offensive snaps this season, he does have the second most slot snaps behind Nelson Aguilar, who only has six more than he does. So I like Zay Flowers in this matchup in what is looking to be one of the highest total games of the week. Through Cortland Sutton in the wide receiver two rankings, Kev, like you said, he has to make it through a concussion protocol. If he does, gets a nice matchup against the Chargers defense that have allowed the fourth most half PPR points per game. Sutton already posted wide receiver two numbers in this matchup in week 14 when he went for three for 62 in a score. The other situation we'll have to monitor will be Jamar, Jamar Chase if he's able to play, and that will impact T. Higgins quite a bit because uh, it's it's really hard to really love T. Higgins. I mean, volume should be there for him, but – uh, with Legereus Sneed likely locking him down, it would help him significantly if Jamar Chase was able to play in this. But we'll have to see. There was some there was some talk that possibly he could be ready to go for this game. I mean, they're kind of already on the outside looking in and making the playoffs now after losing, uh, especially to the Steelers. A lot of people didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, but um, we'll still have to monitor that situation and how that affects Higgins. Because if, if Jamar Chase is out, I do not like T. Higgins at all very much. And I'd probably look at the system if I could. Because Legereus Sneed is legitimately – just been locked down city. I mean, he has locked down everybody. And so I, I just wouldn't have any interest in that at that point, if that, if that's the case. So we'll have to monitor that situation. Let's move over to the wide receiver threes and uh, a surprise one here, but uh, I think it's, I think it's, it's warranted. And Stefan Diggs starting off the wide receiver threes, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Garrett Wilson, George Pickens, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Drake London, Brandon Cooks, Demarcus Robinson, Terry McLaurin, and Adam Thielen. Cody, wide receiver threes. So yeah, to kick it off, let's talk about Stephon Diggs, which I'm sure people are pulling their hair out and screaming at this point that you know we're just now mentioning his name. But he has basically been unstartable for five of the past six weeks. He also only played 60% of the snaps last week, and he's been over 80% of the snaps just one time in his last five games. That actually only happened twice from weeks one to ten. It you know, there's obviously some circumstances around that. And it would take a uh, you know a large set of cojones to sit digs, but I think you could potentially look at doing it. I know he he could obviously go off at any point, but Kev, you ranked him a little bit lower, and that's probably where he should be. I kind of just put him in that you know mid to low wide receiver two range, like out of fear of of him going off. But we really haven't seen that for for quite some time. I ranked DJ Moore as a wide receiver three. Not sure about his availability. He was able to make it back into the game against uh, the Cardinals after injuring his ankle, but he was not effective whatsoever. Going to be going up against a Falcon secondary as well that is allowing the second fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers. Some of that is certainly driven by their schedule for sure, but they do have talent in that secondary with guys like AJ Terrell and Jesse Bates. So I don't think it's all like empty calories there. Adam Thielen had a bounce back week against the Packers this past Sunday. Now gets a matchup against the pass funnel Jags. So he's back on the wide receiver three radar for this week. Then someone who's making their first appearance in our top 36 rankings as the Marcus Robinson. 
I didn't mention Puka or Cup earlier. I have both those guys ranked as top 15 options this week. But I wanted to mention Demarcus Robinson here as a dart throw wide receiver three, who's actually put up four straight weeks of wide receiver 22 production or better in half PPR scoring. That also includes four straight games with a touchdown. The Giants are allowing the 11th most half PPR points per game. So this is a nice situation for the entire Rams passing attack. But if you have to go pick someone off of waivers and plug them into your starting lineup, you know, whether that's your wide receiver three spot, your flex spot, whatever it is, I think you could look to Demarcus Robinson this week. Crazy times, crazy times that Demarcus Robinson will be sitting here talking about it. But I mean, it's hard not to. The Rams offense has actually looked uh, pretty damn good uh, over yeah. the last month. I mean, they've really started to figure things out here within this offense. So I think you look there. Uh, Terry McLaurin, to me, uh, is going to be really dependent. If Sam Howell gets a start again, I'll, uh, he, he's not an RB. He's not a wide receiver three for me. Uh, he's going to drop him down. But if, if if they get smart and they start Jacoby Brissett, which is who should be the starter, then I do think that bodes well much better. Because I'm not really that concerned with the 49ers pass defense, like especially their secondary. Like you can throw the ball on the 49ers. And so I do think uh, Terry McLaurin, especially on a, on a game script where they're going to be playing from behind, like typical, uh, that I think he could be in play. But other than that, um, I, that's about the, as far as I want to play him. If, if it's Sam Howell, I'm probably not wanting to play him at all. It's been a it's been a rough year. They definitely need to find a quarterback there. But is there any wide receivers past uh, the, these top 36 that you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to mention Curtis Samuel. Uh, I'm a little bit higher on him than you are this week. Like everything you were just saying for Terry McLaurin, they're going to be in, in a negative game script here going up against Sam Fran. Should lead to him having a bounce back game uh, after kind of shitting the bed last week. Now, Zay, we were talking about Zay Flowers earlier. Zay Flowers obviously lines up more on the outside compared to Curtis Samuel, but like in terms of like how they operate, I think Flowers kind of fits like the the slot receiver mold a little bit more than uh, obviously an, an outside receiver. And that's obviously where Curtis Samuel operates. We saw Flowers and what he was able to do just a few days ago. So I do like. Curtis Samuel in like full PPR leagues, especially as kind of like a back end wide receiver three. Greg Dorch, want to mention him. I'm assuming we have no Hollywood Brown once again. Arizona gets a matchup against the Eagles, who have allowed the most half PPR points per game to wide receivers. Should be in line for another solid target share after tying the team for the second most targets among the Cardinals last week. For super desperate Malik Heath, because there is a scenario where Green Bay is without Wicks, Jaden Reed, and Christian Watson. If that's the case, Heath is going to be on the field for a large majority of the snaps, which puts him in that dart throw, desperation type of conversation. K.J. Osborne, I think, is an intriguing option here. T.J. Hawkinson uh, was ruled out for the remainder of the year with an ACL and MCL injury. Jordan Addison, I'm assuming, is going to be out for this game as well. Osborne is an interesting play here going up against the Packers secondary that has not been good over the past several weeks. The other injury situation we talked about, with Cortland Sutton, I think you could potentially look at guys like Brandon Johnson and Marvin Mims if Sutton were to miss. Brandon Johnson was the one who benefited the most in terms of snaps, saw a season-high 68% of the snap share. Johnson also tied the team lead with five targets. Mims has like the, the theoretical higher ceiling, but despite the offseason buzz, we haven't really seen anything lead to a bigger role for Mims. So Brand Johnson's probably safer. Mims, you're literally hoping for like a Gabe Davis type of type of game where he just goes, you know, three, four, ninety in a score. Gabe Davis obviously in in play here with the thought that the the Patriots are going to take away the best player, obviously Stephon Diggs. So that could lead to some more looks for Gabe Davis. And the last one I'll mention 
Andre Yoshivas, the rookie for the Bengals, if Chase is out again, we saw Yoshi get by far the most field time he's seen all year, 72% of the snaps. Also saw eight targets, which tied T. Higgins for the team league. Uh, he wasn't someone who was hyped up much during this past draft cycle, but we're talking about a 6'3", 200-pound wide receiver who runs a 4'4", had an 80th percentile agility score, 88th percentile burst score. Kev, you were talking about uh, the Chiefs and their ability to take away wide receiver one. So if that does end up being Higgins, that could free up some looks for Yoshivas. But like I said, this is like desperation range only, is only in deep leagues. But there are some people out there who might be looking for plays like this. So I just want to throw him out there. Yeah, I think just a couple of names you can look at. Rashid Shahid, obviously, I think could uh, really have as a case to be a top 36 wide receiver this week. Uh, see a 20% target share in each of his last three games. But Shahid gets a great matchup against the Buccaneers. So, uh, you know, we thought maybe there was a chance that Michael, Michael Thomas could get activated this week. But they said that is not going to happen. So I do think Rashid Shahid is an option you could definitely look at as a you know as a flex option here. Also, I think Demario Douglas in PPR formats they're obviously going to be playing from behind, but this is a PPR only option for me. Uh, he has seen zero touchdowns this year, so it's hard to trust him there outside of PPR formats. Jameson Williams has quietly seen 13 targets the last two games, and so with being the highest total on the slate, uh, I think he he's another player that you could look at. They're kind of getting him uh, more involved, getting him game scripting him plays. Uh, trying to get him in space, allowing him to use that speed that he has. So I do think Jameson Williams, if you're kind of desperate, again, it's fantasy championship week. Uh, but, you know, maybe if you're a team that's in the toilet bowl or something like that, you can win, you know, half your money back or third place game or whatever. You know, you, you definitely could be looking at some of these options as well. It's not just people in the fantasy championship. But that being said, I hope everybody has a really solid week 17. I hope everybody takes it down, wins that chip this week. What we've done it all for. It's been a fun year. We have a lot to talk about in terms of things we've learned and stuff like that. We'll do that another day. Appreciate everybody rocking with us all year. Appreciate all the support we've gotten. It, it means a lot to us. Have a good rest of the week. We'll talk to you Wednesday night for the Star Sit Show. We'll see you then. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.